It's kind of a weird space when you start to understand that all these things and goals that you thought you wanted to pursue were really just like society or someone else telling you you should want to do it. And so when you eliminate those, it creates like this awkward transition <laughs> where it's like, okay, but now what do I want to do? What do I really care about? Hi friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden, the sober mentor, spiritual life coach, speaker, author, and intuitive guide. Around here, we value self-leadership and taking a radical responsibility to create alignment in all areas of your life. This podcast was created to inspire and empower you while giving you tools to release toxic relationships and habits and create total transformation. Through the shades of sobriety, I guide you to come back to your natural state of being, creating inner peace, deep satisfaction, success, and ultimate freedom for total alignment. Use this time to get into the energy of big love, soak up the wisdom and magic, and let your curiosity lead you, taking what resonates and leaving the rest. Now, let's get into today's show. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Cup of Chels podcast. I am so excited to bring y'all my new friend, Miss Izzy Waite. So Izzy started Izzy Waite Design with the goal of using her passions and skills to have a positive impact on the world. By blending her graphic design and business degrees with her natural skill for seeing what makes people special, she's been able to create strategic standout brands that capture her client's soul, goals, and values. Izzy specializes in first getting to know many clients on a deeper level so she can get their passion and personality to shine through in their branding and website. So I met Izzy on a Power Women coffee networking event. It's a virtual event that I like to attend a few times a month. And her energy just totally stood out. As soon as I saw her face and she started speaking, I was like, I've got to meet this girl. She feels like a soul sister. And I'm so excited to introduce her to everybody listening. So welcome to the show, Izzy. Oh, so sweet. And back at you. I know you can always kind of like in those uh, big group networking, you can always kind of tell who's got an aligned energy. And as soon yeah. as I saw your bright smile, I was like, oh my gosh, let's be friends. Yay, <laughs> so, so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so stoked you're here. And I just, I love the work that you're doing and even just how you have such an intention to connect with your clients beforehand to really like help bring their aura, if you will, out in their branding and through their website. So I am just so curious to take this conversation today and really just talk about your own entrepreneurial journey, because I know you went from schooling into corporate and then just felt the toxicity of things when we visited earlier. And so I would just love for you to share a little bit more about your business to start and then elaborate as much as you want on your story. Okay. Yeah. Like you said in the beginning, I'm a brand and website designer. I mostly work with people on both because if you don't have the branding piece first, then there's not a lot I can do in the website design side of things. And so I love just sitting down with passionate entrepreneurs and just really getting to know them. I love that when you talk to someone about what they're passionate about, there's like the sparkle that seems to form in their eye. 
So I take that sparkle and I help it become like a real beaming light for others to see and be attracted to and really fall in love with my clients before they even book their first discovery call. And so, yeah, I, I, like you said, I went to college for graphic design and marketing and I kind of always thought that I was going to do like this corporate climb the ladder graphic design job. But when I got out of college, I tried it for a while and I had done like every internship possible during college to really get a feel for like the corporate world and what it was like. But when I left college, it was the pandemic and I was in this toxic workplace and it just like was not the vibe. And I very quickly realized that that was not the life that I wanted to live. So we transitioned out of working with them. And I was like, in this transition period of like, okay, do I go and try and find another job? Everybody's working remote anyway. Am I going to hate every corporate job I try from now on. And it was just really floaty space. And because I had been a graphic designer through college and had some working experience, I I started to find these entrepreneurs that needed some design work, especially during the pandemic, because they needed graphical ways to get people's attention. And so I started working with a few of them. And I met one particular who was just this passionate entrepreneur, like this strong woman and it was so inspiring to work with her and just realize that there's this whole other realm of the business world where people are doing something because they're passionate and because they care and because they see a need in their community and it was just inspiring and I was like yes this is where I'm supposed to be these are my people and so I really just leaned into that and have been working with people to help them get seen ever since oh my gosh so beautiful and I think so many of the listeners can relate because, and I know for me, myself too, I've been there, right? Like going into the corporate world, like following sort of the program or like conditioning of college, get your education, Mm -hmm. get a corporate job, work nine to five, work till you're 65 and retire, right? And hopefully you do something that you love, which it sounds like that's what you were hoping to as well. And then you just find yourself not loving it or it not being the experience that you were hoping for. And I think even the younger generations are so much more awake to the fact that we don't have to wait until we're 65 and retired to actually like live our lives fully and Mm -hmm. with passion, you know? So I would love to hear more about just even just that transition period, you know, maybe what were some of the fears or some of the obstacles that came up for you? Because I think that's, that's what a lot of people hold on to even recent conversations I've had with my girlfriends, you know, of we are entrepreneurs, but maybe we're pivoting even in our entrepreneurial journey and, you know, moving from one phase of it to the next phase. And in that kind of floaty space, like you said, you Mm -hmm. know, just some fears that are coming up for us too. So I'm curious what that looked like for you. Yeah, yeah. And I love what you said about like, we go through this like system, mm-hmm. we go to college and then this and then this. And and for when I was in that space, I felt like I was like following all these shoulds. Like I was like, oh, I should do this. I should do this. You know, this is the next step I should do. Whereas when I stepped in, the, when I was in that transition period, like really trying to figure out like what my soul wanted to be doing. Mm-hmm. One day I literally just like, I got this giant sticky note stuck on my wall and I started writing out all the shoulds that like I work circling my head constantly. And I went through and I like really crossed out everyone that was like a should that like someone else or like society told me I should care about. And I circled the ones that like I actually truly felt like I wanted to do. And so with that in itself, there's a lot of fears because 
it's kind of a weird base when you start to understand that all these things and goals that you thought you wanted to pursue were really just like society or someone else telling you you should want to do it. And so when you eliminate those, it creates like this awkward transition (laughs) where it's like, okay, but now what do I want to do? What do I really care about? And what am I passionate about? And like, is that gonna give me a life where I can like financially take care of myself, you know? And it is, it is really scary because there's a lot of leap of faith moments in that when you are like trying to peel away from this, like safe should life that you build to being happy and being an entrepreneur, you know, that sometimes the financial security isn't always there. It's, it's kind of a roller coaster. And so there's like a lot of fears with that too, but what really pushed me, honestly, when I was in the end of like my corporate stint, I was so miserable. I was so miserable, but I never would have quit because I was never that person. Mm-hmm. But I actually had um, an uncle pass away from suicide during that period of time. And he had worked in the corporate world for a very, very, very long time and was just miserable. And so watching that happen to him, honestly, I was more scared of that happening to me than I was being scared of being financially insecure, like being scared of like failing or being scared of like not having a successful career. I was more scared of like being miserable and having a life that I didn't love. And so that was like a really big push for me to accept that those fears didn't mean as much as being miserable. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, first of all, I'm just, I'm so sorry to hear that about your uncle. And that is such a moment that is so tragic, but also just really shines the light on where we're at, how fragile this life is and why it's so important for us to fully live it in whatever way we desire to, you know? And I think going back to the piece of the shoulds of everybody else, like so many of us, I would say even the vast majority of the world, that's how we operate, to the yeah. point where we don't even freaking know what it is we're passionate about, what it is yeah. that's ours, what are these shoulds like, and just the visual you painted of taking the sticky notes and putting them on your wall and writing down those shoulds and then crossing out what wasn't yours is so valuable and huge. And I know for me, I just took a big takeaway from you sharing that. And I'm sure the listeners will as well, because it, it you know, we can keep all these thoughts and all of these agreements, if you will in our head and just bury them down and not even have the awareness that they're there and that we're agreeing to all of these things, but to actually take it out and make it tangible and put it up on the wall and, you know, see what's really going on here. So when you started to explore more and started releasing all of those shoulds, like what came up for you in all of that as far as like, oh, wow, like none of this is mine even. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'm going to let you tell, but I think like what I'm kind of gathering intuitively is just like, wow, it opens up a whole world of possibilities then, you Mm -hmm. know, and just like, okay, like now I have the freedom and the space and the capacity to really just dive deeper into what I do actually like, or, Mm -hmm. you know, how can I take this, what I like, and maybe make it a business even how can I help people? Cause really that's what entrepreneurship is, is helping people solve problems in just different ways. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way you put that. Yeah. It was kind of freeing. I think like, I think the biggest thing is like with anything in life, when you start to question 
what is normal, <laughs> quote unquote normal. When you start to question it, it's like all of a sudden you like see this whole other perspective. That's like, wait, why is that normal? Why do we tie our shoes? Why do we, you know, like just like certain weird things. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, there's things that we do just because someone told us, you know, like even money. Like <laughs> I think yeah. about that all the time. It's like even money is just a thing that someone told us we should care about when like, I don't know. So it's like, yeah, you really get into the space. And and especially when you start to question like, okay, what is important? Like, what do I care about? What's impact? What am I passionate about? You're right. It just opens up this whole new like mindset. And I remember like that was kind of in the phase two when they were saying like a lot of people were going through like spiritual awakenings. And so I was like on this whole side of TikTok where everyone was just like, I remember seeing this one TikTok and it was like, you ever just sit there and realize that you're just like, flesh floating on a rock in space yeah. <laughs> and, that, and yeah. I just was like oh my gosh like <laughs> yeah like I really don't even have to make money if I wanted to I could truly just go sleep in a park and that could be my life if that's what I wanted to make me happy like when you start to really think about like free will it's like yeah. like how the world is truly your oyster and so obviously though like I understand like there is privilege involved in that and like there is understanding like where I am like the financial situation and that kind of stuff but luckily because of my corporate job I had some savings where I could kind of take like some time off and just be like okay now what where's where's the next thing I want to go and there's kind of like a guilt attached to leaving like almost letting that version of you die (laughs) because it's like what you thought you wanted for so long Mm -hmm. Um, so there's kind of a guilt attached to stepping away from that but then when you get to the other side it's like so worth it like it's so amazing to really just dive into what you care about and really like have an impact on the people you're working with and like a ripple effect in the lives of others and like for me that was so worth it because I wasn't seeing that impact side in my corporate job I wasn't seeing that that passion with the position I was at and so being able to switch it it's like so amazing that every day when I wake up I'm like okay I'm working with this person because I choose to you know I'm having this podcast interview because I want to and so everything is kind of more meaningful even like the small things yeah oh I love that so much such a beautiful perspective on everything too and yeah there are times when I just find myself like we're literally floating on a rock in the middle of the universe that is never ending. And the idea, like even trying to contemplate infinity and the universe, like expanding out and out is like, what in the actual F and also like, then all of this really doesn't matter. Like it really Mm -hmm. doesn't, you know, all these little things that we stress about and worry about are pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of things. And like what you said there towards the end, you know, just, well, if we do have free will and these are the things that I want to do and I desire, and one of those being able to impact others and help them through your passion, help them fulfill their passions. Like that's what it's all about. Like Mm -hmm. me too, it's, it's truly just connecting us all back to the love and support. That's always here, always here and always available to us, you know, and, and, navigating those times when we are bogged down by the fear, uh, the fear of failure, or, you know, the fear of not being as successful as we thought we would, or the loss of an identity that we were holding on to for so long, or maybe the expectation of others having that identity of us too, you know, and then breaking free from that mold is just, it's crazy. And it takes a lot of takes a lot of bravery and it takes a lot of courage. So I just want to commend you for doing it and for doing it so early and not 
you know, not feeling obligated to stay somewhere where you just felt that there was some toxicity or, you know, that, I don't know, for me, it was like soul sucking, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. the way I can describe. I don't know if it was like that for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm curious to know, like, what would you share with somebody that is maybe not yet ready to take the leap, but it's been a question in their mind. Like they're Mm -hmm. just really kind of thinking about, you know, and starting to get curious about what their passions are and, you know, even just building up the courage to maybe start having conversations, you know, about like transitioning, what advice or steps or, you know, just from your own story, would you share with them on that? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just to start leaning, like lean into it, even subtly, smallly, like you said, have some conversations with people, because you'll be surprised with like the people around you. I remember like for me, I was like, oh my gosh, my parents are going to think I'm crazy. My um, partner is going to be like, no, we need to pay rent. Like, I don't know. I just like felt, I felt like there was this pressure. But then when I actually started to talk to people in my life, they were like, well, duh, of course you're going to like go freelance. Like that makes the most sense. And like they, they were so supportive and I was so lucky to have that. But I didn't think that's how it was going to be. And so I feel like like just start talking about it and just start expressing that you're miserable because I think once you really start to like talk about it and like accept the fact that like you're living in a life that you don't want right now it like opens the gate to conversations where you can start to explore okay what does the flip side look like like if I'm unhappy right now what are the options and just brainstorm and think and and start to lean into it because for me like I was really fortunate that I did like my passions of like design and website design is kind of like was a trickling similarity throughout everything like it's what I went to college for it's kind of where my first jobs were and so I was able to like move a little smoother than some people who do like a total 180 switch but there's still ways to do that and there's still ways to just kind of lean into it and, and do some research have some conversations don't be afraid to be weird. Like if someone's doing something you want to do, reach out and be like, hey, how the heck did you do that? Like, how do I get to where you are? Because I think like people who get to the other side and realize there's a better way are like so willing to tell you how you can do it too, because we've Mm -hmm. all been in that part of the life where we're not happy, we're living a corporate job, we're whatever, whatever. Everyone's been there at some point, whatever that is. And so don't be afraid to reach out and like talk to people and like figure out what you can do next, because I feel like there's always options out there. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. So for the listeners, again, just to recap a little bit, it's really just to lean in, to start Mm -hmm. having conversations and like remain open and curious about it. And then to not be afraid to be weird and to reach out. And I agree (laughs) with you wholeheartedly. And I got full body chills when you said that, because it truly is like, that is a big passion of mine is to tell others, like, you're gonna be fine. Like, mm-hmm. you will be fine on the other side. And it's just the stories and the how you're making a mountain out of a molehill inside of your head with all the scenarios of how it could go wrong that you're not even going to tap into, you know, so. Yeah. yeah, I think one thing with that, too, is like, everything feels like a really big thing. And I think that's because we're always scared to like fail. Yeah. But like realistically failing doesn't really matter in a lot of cases unless you like really like mess up and you're like yeah. bankrupt or like in a lot of debt. But like sometimes you can start a business and fail and that happens all the time. And then people 
just do it again and then maybe the next one works you know so I think there's also like a factor like the last step in that whole process is probably just understanding that you might fail and that it's going to be okay yeah and I would even piggyback off of that and say like there really are no failures the way that I see it everything is always just a lesson like if you can choose view it as a failure. But really, if you choose to like take the learning from what you just experienced or went through, then you're always advancing, like you're always still moving forward and on the right track. So even just giving yourself permission to fail, like, yeah, yeah, like, I know I'm going to fail. And I know I'm going to mess up. And that's part of learning. Like, Mm -hmm. we learned to ride a bike, we didn't ride it straight away. You know, we wobbled (laughs) and fell off. And I have a big old scar on my chin from when I was trying to be all cool on my bikes. It's like, it happens, but that also builds character and it builds our resilience. And, you know, it just, it also in a way helps us strengthen the faith and the passion that we have for what it is that we're pursuing too. And it makes the other side when we, you know, maybe get those first dollars or when we land that client, like it makes it just that much more rewarding and sweet mm. too on the other side. So to switch gears a little bit, let's talk to the listener that maybe is already on their entrepreneurial journey and mm. they are now focusing on their branding and they're focusing on the website stuff and like really getting visible what are some things that you can share with them to like really focus on when it comes to brand and maybe even elaborating more on what branding is? Because I think when people hear the word branding, they're thinking of colors and fonts and a logo. And so mm-hmm. I would love for you just to kind of elaborate more on all of that. So I do this Instagram live series. It's going to be a podcast one day in the future. I keep saying that, but for right now it's an Instagram live series and I call it holistically branded because branding and building a brand is it has to be like this 360 degree view like you can't just look at it like okay I'm picking the color orange and that's everything (laughs) you know like there has to be this real 360 degree view and so I bring in a lot of experts like copywriting I talked to a product doula today and like it's just because really truly when you're building a brand you're building an online business your brand is so much more than colors it's really the perception that people have of your business it's it's what they what they feel when they see your stuff it's what they say about your business honestly when you're not in the room it's like like uh Patagonia for example like when Patagonia is not around everyone is like oh yeah they're so cool they're like hipster they're ethical and you say all these things about them and that is your brand it's not the colors it's what people think of you so branding then is like the actions you take to control that perception and so that's where you know the visuals come in the colors the logos photos you use um, your tone of voice pretty much anything you do that creates some experience for your customers that's your branding and so as a brand designer and a brand expert I work with clients to really build a brand that's not just pulled from something random. I feel like we went through this phase of online business owners a few years ago where it's like, okay, my coach is doing pink and black. I'm going to do pink and black and it's going to work for me. (laughs) But that doesn't work because then it's like not built off of anything authentically and it's not built from a foundation that you're going to be able to show confidently in. You know, your, your brand is really like, especially if you're a service provider, an online business owner or whatever, 
in that capacity, your branding has to kind of represent you too, because your face is going to be a big part of it. And so you want to build a brand that's really pulled from your personality, your energy, your values, your mission, because then it's going to be like built off of this authentic platform that you can grow on for years and years and years. And it's never going to be outdated because it's built from you. Whereas when you build your brand from like, okay, so-and-so the influencer looks like this. I want to do that (laughs) in a couple of years. You're not going to have a great foundation because that's going to be like these trends and fads and it's not going to feel aligned to anymore. And so that's really my my biggest tip. And um, the biggest thing I do first right away with clients is make sure that when you're ready to step into developing your branding, make sure that it's like authentic and it feels right and it feels aligned with you because that's how you build a really strong foundation. Mm. I love all of that. That is so valuable. And I've never heard it described before where it's the brand is, is what you make people feel, what people are saying about the brand behind, you know, behind closed doors. And then the branding being the actions that you take in order to cultivate that experience for the client. So I Mm -hmm. absolutely love how you put that all together. And, and I agree with you too, you know, it's, what do you want people to take away from it? What do you really like? What is, what are you passionate about? And I think just you having such a passion for bringing that innately out of others is so valuable and needed. And, you know, kudos to you for following your passion and, you know, stepping out of the quote unquote corporate matrix, if you will, and doing what you love to really help others shine, you know, because we need, we need, experts like you in this field to be able to do that. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And it's so fun. I I really do love it. And, and then I I do like the website side of it, because that's truly like, that's your biggest immersive experience for customers to show your personality and show your brand. And like, Instagram's always kind of going to look a certain way, your Facebook's going to look a certain way. But like, when people land on your website, and they see you and see your brand, like that is the best way to help them like really get a feel for who you are and and what you do and your expertise. And it's just such a fun process to go through with people. So yeah, I love, I love working with all types of people and getting all types of personalities to just shine in whatever format they need to shine. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. I agree too. Like the website is, it's like the, the trailer, if you will, for what it's like to like work with you and stuff. So really, really cool. Well, it's been such a freaking pleasure to dive deeper into what it is that you do and your passion, just hearing about your entrepreneurial journey itself. And I know that the listeners are going to take some goodness away from this conversation. And I would love for you to just share anything that you might be promoting right now or how people can connect with you and work with you. Yeah. Come chat with me on Instagram. I like to put the social back into social media. <laughs> so um, and just come say hi on Instagram and that is the way design. And coming up, this is really exciting. Coming up next week, I have a free <laughs> workshop. It's called uh, Designing Your Homepage with Purpose. And it's really going to take you through the steps of making sure your homepage isn't just like this thing that sits Mm. there that you don't know how to make it a tool for your business you don't know how to make it immersive experience for your clients um it's a free workshop it's going to be a really great experience for you to just come meet some people but also take away some real tangible steps and tips in making a website homepage that just speaks to your clients souls and converts them into these raging fans and so um come join me May 25th uh, for that. And you can sign up on my website or the link is in my bio on Instagram. 
Yeah. And I will have all of that in the show notes. This will be coming out before the 25th. So you're sure to still have time to get in. I'll be there because I want to know all of that good juiciness too. And I'm always like, yeah, the homepage and the about page. And should I put this here or this there? So I think it's just going to be so fun and fun to hang out with you. And I'm sure like everybody that you attract in your world is just a pleasure as well. So thank you so much, Izzy. It has been such a treat. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And I'm just so excited to meet your community and and stay connected with you too. This is great. Awesome. And you guys, if y'all could in real time, Izzy and I would both love to just connect with you. So take a screenshot that you're listening to the show, tag us both on Instagram and share any takeaways with you have us. Like Izzy said, just feel free to reach out to both of us in the DMs and just come say hi. All right, my friend, we totally did it. Thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with me and listen in on today's show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, leave a review so you don't miss out on any of the magic and any of the goodness that I am bringing your way. If you know that this episode is going to be a great listen for somebody, then don't keep me a secret and be sure to share. Also, I love to celebrate with you in real time. So tag me at the Chelsea Holden on Instagram and Facebook and let me know you're listening in. Until next time, I'm sending you so much big, big love. Adios.